Welcome to the Freedom Assembly podcast. This is the podcast website and movement spawned by the undeniable failure of the entire alternative media. Here's the proof. Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer were all elected to Congress before the alternative media ever existed. In fact, our president, Joe Biden, our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and our Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, had a combined 24 years of elected service in Congress before the late, great Rush Limbaugh started his national talk radio show. Beginning 33 years ago, Rush and thousands of other people who make up the alternative media have been continuously reporting on the assault of our founding ideals by Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer. It is undisputable. As the alternative media grew bigger and bigger, Biden, Pelosi, and Schumer climbed right to the top. The country and our freedom is now hanging like a loose tooth because the alternative media completely missed the simple reality that their attempt to bring forth the truth about those who are destroying America will never be enough to save our country from the treasonous watchdog press that is now being iron-fistedly controlled by the most evil and powerful citizens in the country, the gravitas dictators. This podcast and website will identify the true root of all evil that has led to the imminent threat to our freedom. We will build and lead an assembly of alternative media consumers to peacefully and constitutionally take our watchdog press and mainstream media back from the gravitas dictators in a way that is unstoppable. On this clip, Glenn Beck blithers about New York City and Washington, D.C. mayors complaining about immigrants being bused to their cities. Please listen. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. I'm trying to see what the problem here is with Washington, D.C. New York is also reporting not to receive any of the bus immigrants, and uh, they now have a budget of $101.7 billion. Um, hmm. Just to put that in perspective, uh, El Paso is 5% of D.C.'s budget. Brownsville, 0.9% of D.C.'s total budget. They have 4,000, 4,000 in D.C., and it's a national emergency. Okay, all right. McAllen, it's 3% of D.C.'s total budget. Laredo has 1.24% of D.C.'s total budget. These towns are being swamped with people. There are more immigrants than there are residents in those towns. And do you see the media doing anything about it? Do you see anybody that cares about those towns? Because I'm seeing a huge, huge uproar in the press on how cruel it is to just take these poor migrants and put them on a bus and ship them into a city like Washington, D.C. that just is not prepared. But Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, we're just expected to bring them all in. Millions. Bring them in. Sure, we've got all this money down here in Texas because we're in oil and gas Oh, wait, we're not selling the oil and gas anymore because uh, we've been cut off by this administration. Well, I'm sure we have money just coming out of our ears. These small towns, you know, of 30,000 people out of those 30,000, you're telling me that there's not a billionaire or two in town that won't even miss it. 
I mean, I can go on a block. Take the just the Bloomberg building. There's, you know, 10,000 people living in there. Three, you know, one third the population of uh, of any of these towns, Del Rio, one third. And how many billionaires just live in that one building? Come on, cough up your billionaires, Laredo. Cough them up. It's time for them to pay their fair share. This is sickening. It's absolutely sickening. When New York is affected or Washington, D.C. is affected at all by this, the media goes crazy and talks about how cruel and how these poor people are suffering. And they have been mothers have been abused on their way into America. And who's going to care for them? Yeah, that's what we've been saying the whole time. Except you only care about it when money is involved. We in Texas and other border states are dealing with this every single day. We're seeing people firsthand. Yeah, but you flew a drone over. You know, CNN was there with a drone so they could see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about sending buses up to CNN. You know what, guys? CNN will welcome you. Just go to the Time Warner Center. They are going to love having a bunch of migrants right there at the doors of the Time Warner Center because I know they love immigrants. They love you. You're just as American as they are. Go there. Mm -hmm. And they'll help you. It is. (laughs) We are so close to winning and yet so close to death. This is going to be a only one is going to last in the end. And the progressives think it's America that's going to fall. I hope to God that we are all awake. And I think we are. The, the trust in the media is at the lowest ever. But that doesn't mean you can dis, uh, disengage. You can unplug and cut the cable. But you have to find a source of information that you can trust to keep you up to speed. Because we are very close to the end game. It could happen this fall. Folks, Beck just spent five precious minutes of airtime on this one clip, and he has blithered about this several other times as well. He throws around the budget numbers in a bunch of cities to show the lunacy about the complaints from the New York City and D.C. mayors. Beck huffs and puffs and rants with passion as he tries to give his listeners this useless information. At the end, he says our end game may happen this fall. So according to Glenn, our end may occur in just a few months. And what does he do? He focuses his patriotic audience on a result of the problem instead of the root of the problem. Is the watchdog press that your founding fathers bestowed upon you to uphold your constitution, pounding everyone in the executive branch about why are they deliberately destroying our country? Are the investigative reporters who work for ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, and NPR following the endless number of leads that the American people are continuously sending them because their country is being invaded? Is the media showing the zillions of videos that are being constantly sent to them revealing crime and disgusting behavior by what illegals are constantly doing? 
are the corporate media companies airing specials titled The Invasion of America? No, they are not doing any of these things because if one of them would get on a plane and fly to the border and even think about showing this truth to the ABC, CBS, NBC, or CNN audiences, their careers within the corporate media industry would be finished forever. How many good American-loving citizens have taken videos on their cell phones and sent them to corporate media companies? Probably damn near none because they all know instead of being used to help our watchdog press report truth, they would probably become a target on the IRS's audit list once they man up. Folks, you have got to wake up and admit to yourself that Beck talking about problems that would not exist if the watchdog press that is supposed to be honorably serving you by reporting these problems if your watchdog press is not reporting these problems, then Glenn Beck is more focused on content for a show to build wealth than serving his audience honorably by simply telling them and leading them to take their watchdog press, corporate media, and Hollywood back from the evildoers who are now so powerful that not a damn single person will report the easiest story that could ever be reported. Please recognize that you have the unstoppable power to and your watchdog press and corporate media and Hollywood's ability to sufficiently fund themselves when we buy products and services from companies that advertise on television. You have the unstoppable power to shift some of your discretionary dollar spending to companies that do not advertise on television. Folks, you have the unstoppable power to call into any alternative media show you can and demand that they talk about our true enemy that is destroying our country, the unnamed, unelected, evil gravitas dictators who have cooed our watchdog press. You have unstoppable power to outreach to the freedom lovers in your path that consume alternative media programming and enlighten them and to point them to MediaReform.com so they can also become part of the Freedom Assembly to permanently end subsidized news information and entertainment so that we end up with an honorable, we the people serving watchdog press that will crush any Democrat elected official at any level of government that won't go on camera stating that this is an evasion that the executive branch must stop or they need to be replaced. Folks, Use your unstoppable power to save your freedom in this country while you still have the freedom to do so. On this clip, Glenn and his guest, Congressman Lauren Boebert, are speaking about assaults on freedom of religion and listen to who they hold responsible at the end of this clip. Please listen. And to the left, government is God. Uh, you know, so uh, they, yes. they don't believe that there is a higher deity than government. And that's why they want this totalitarian rule. Uh, you know, I just think it's awful that a pastor, uh, a, a pastor, a father, a priest, what, whatever you may be, a deacon, st stand up and and not be able to talk to his congregation about politics, about government. Uh, and th the left wants to completely end that conversation. But yet those politicians can go to that church and shut them down. They shut down our churches. That is our First Amendment right. We not only have the freedom of religion, we have the freedom to assemble. And they shut down our churches. And now those pastors are not allowed to say anything about the politicians that shut them down. Correct. Because of separation and of church and state. Right, which is a misunderstanding. It, it and is a misunderstanding. By the way, all those 
all those politicians will go to lefty churches right. and speak about politics there. Absolutely. And that's not the government's fault. That is the church's fault mm-hmm. for being afraid to speak out. They're afraid. Right. They think that they will you know, lose their 501c3 or right. whatever. And that's that's not true. Right. It's not true. They yes. have a right to do that. Yes. Yes. And should. Right. First of all, Lawrence says that to the left, government is God. And the reason they want totalitarian rule over our lives is because to them, there is no higher deity than government. This is how insidious and incremental the conditioning has been to change the mindset of the American people away from a very clear and simple founding. Our country was founded on Christian principles by people who were motivated to have religious freedom from the authoritarian King of England and the Church of England. We all know that the entire separation of church and state has just been advanced by the left to squash religion in America because religion and freedom thwarts the concept of a government deity. All oppressors end religious freedom by even using brutal force involving the murder of their citizenry if necessary. Both Beck and Bobert accept that there is a complete double standard where Democrats go to church and get heavily involved in politics, but Republicans get destroyed. Then they blame the churches for not getting more involved. Folks, we end up with the good people in churches working at fighting for and upholding our founding ideals when we remove the treasonous watchdog press, corporate media, and Hollywood out of the picture of undermining the church. The people who are dedicated to their religions are already living their lives as rule of lawers, as constitutionalists, as conservatives even when they are being mind-controlled to vote for the very Democrats who are hell-bent on someday squashing every church in the country once our Constitution is eviscerated. The walk-the-walk religious followers that vote Democrat are living their lives in accordance to our Constitution because it was based on Judeo-Christian values and the Ten Commandments. Did our founders want our elected representatives to believe government is God? Does our Constitution provide the methodology for government to become the highest deity? Or did they make it very clear that we the people were the end-all and be-all in this country? We have been conditioned by people like Beck to not realize that we have the power to create an honorable we the people serving watchdog press, corporate media, and Hollywood that would destroy any politician that would ever even speak about shutting down a church, yet alone shutting them down the way they did with COVID. I will be the leader that Beck apparently won't be and tell you that there is no separation of church and media. Every pastor, every rabbi, every imam, every swami should be leading their congregations to shift discretionary spending from companies that are subsidized news information and entertainment programming on television to those that are not. These religious leaders should be speaking truth to their congregations that American religion is being assaulted by evildoers who are spreading deceit and lies and propagandizing people to let our country and places of worship to be destroyed. And we alone, the people who are dedicated to their religions, can create a systemic change that will cause the producers of news, information, and entertainment programs to put their products in the pure and true direct person-to-person free marketplace with absolutely zero subsidization. This, by itself, ends the attack on America and the church. 
we the people who are dedicated to a religion and we the people who are not dedicated to a religion can end this treasonous watchdog press and corporate media in about two months if losers like Beck would stop telling us how our country and churches are being attacked in real time and instead actually lead his listeners to focus on the only enemy we need to focus on, and that is the evil, unnamed, unelected, non-term limited American citizen heathen gravitas dictators, not Democrats. The virtual monopoly position of the media is astounding. On this clip, a treat from the graveyard of the unforgotten favorite. Please listen. I'm just getting tired of saying the same thing. Media lies. I'm just getting tired of it. Can't trust media. It pains me to say that if you are getting tired of constantly telling your audience that the media lies and that they can't be trusted while you never led them to take any action whatsoever, then what happens? We the people, we the ditto heads, we the 20% of America's population at any time during America's history that understand and revere the greatness of America, that we are ready to leap at any plan to save our country are just conditioned to tolerate a lion media that can't be trusted, and it kind of is what it is. In reality, even if unintentionally, Rush conditioned the patriots of America, the ditto heads, to accept the lion media that can't be trusted and who is doing everything in their power to destroy America. But I am equal time, even with half my brain tied behind my back just to make it fair, so I, America's Anchorman, will tell you anything that is important and that you need to know. And as a bonus, I will tell you exactly what to think of it. Rush conditioned us to do nothing to take our watchdog press and corporate media back from the gravitas dictators for his entire 32-year nationally syndicated broadcasting career. And folks, it is not easy to say as the inherited mayor of Realville. We suffered more societal decadence during Russia's 32-year reign than we suffered during the entire 200-year lifespan of our country prior to even knowing Rush Limbaugh. It is what it is. God, if we had an honest media, could you imagine? We'd never lose. On this clip, Glenn's weekly featured guest, Bill O'Reilly, describes the major universities in America. Please listen. I mean, these, these aren't oh. educational institutions anymore. They're indoctrination centers. The major universities in the United States, there are exceptions, but most of them are indoctrination centers. That's what they are, right? Am, am I right? Before I comment on specifically what O'Reilly said, I want to mention the methodology of people within the alternative media helping each other out in an I scratch your back, you scratch my back partnership to build wealth during the destruction of America period that we happen to be living through right now. Here's how it works. Beck has O'Reilly on as a weekly feature of his show. O'Reilly then hawks himself in his business for about 15 minutes without paying the cost that Beck charges companies to hawk their products and services. For example, if Beck charges $500 per minute to a company that is hawking automobile maintenance insurance, that would equate O'Reilly getting $7,500 worth of free hawking on Glenn Beck's show. Beck gets Bill O'Reilly to fill 15 minutes of a two-hour broadcast of non-commercial content, which is approximately one-eighth of his show that he doesn't have to put much time into preparing, a win-win for both guys. As a bonus, 
for just about every guest that Beck incorporates to fill airtime that has any sort of an audience, Glenn will then go to their platforms and hawk his next book. They all work together to capitalize while our country is being burned down by the enemy within all powerful gravitas dictators, iron fistedly control of our watchdog press to not report the truth that they are then reporting to build audiences. Do I ever miss Rush Limbaugh, a guy that had sincere respect for his audience to the degree that he did not constantly have guests bleeding the ditto heads. It was noticeably uncomfortable for him to even have his own brother on because he was so honorable and appreciative as to why the ditto heads were investing their precious time in listening to him. He knew their damn country was on the line and that they were there in hopes that he would tell them what they needed to do before we crossed the tipping point to tyranny and not to enrich him and anyone else he could add to the alternative media machine to build wealth. Now that I got that off my chest, back to this clip, O'Reilly says the major universities in the U.S. are indoctrination centers and not educational institutions anymore. I ask you, Duke Beck listeners, is anyone in your watchdog press and corporate media saying this about our universities? If not, would it be the easiest reporting by your watchdog press to report that our children are being indoctrinated to hate America and to not recognize their country is in the process of being taken from them? Did your founders risk their lives to give you equal ownership of this country so that 250 years later, your watchdog press would turn on you to destroy your country by allowing your children to be indoctrinated? Does not O'Reilly and Beck understand the reality that the alternative media talking about indoctrination in K through 12, right through universities, while our constitutionally protected watchdog press does not, is why it is even happening. Do they not realize this because they are so focused on squeezing every last dollar out of your wallet as they can creatively think how to do, even if it includes hawking socks? On this clip, Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck yucking it up as O'Reilly impersonates being Joe Biden. Why not be as comedic as possible as the country burns from not having our watchdog press serve us honorably? Plus, as a bonus, the listeners will be in a better mood and be more receptive to being shook down to buy books. Please listen. Bill, what is the biggest story of the week? Well, this is no joke, Beck. I'm not being facetious. Um, it's the, uh, there is no... Not kidding. Not, yeah, there's not a recession. You know, all of this yeah. talk about the GPS coming in, the GPS doesn't, it doesn't indicate we're in a recession. Uh, it indicates right. that the diner is two miles away. So the GPS wow. doesn't matter. We're not in a recession. It's no joke. Uh, here's the deal. The deal is that I don't know anything about the economy, and why would I know? Because I don't know anything about anything. I'm president, and the only reason I'm president is that everybody voted against Trump, and that's no joke. I guarantee to you that if O'Reilly and Beck were not using the true root of all evil that the gravitas dictators are using to destroy our country, subsidization, they wouldn't be wasting precious time writing comedy. They would be keen as to what is worthy for their audiences to pay for, or they would be SOL and out of business. I don't know what the hell we're going to do about the media. I really don't. This is Rush Limbaugh on 12-10-2019, an hour or two, speaking to Jim from San Francisco. Quote, 
I understand that your desire mirrors that of practically everybody in this audience. You want to see somebody go over to James Comey's mansion and knock down that front door and run in there and turn over every bit of furniture looking for evidence and frog march his ass out of there to jail. Just like they did with Flynn and just like they did with Roger Stone and just like they did with Manafort. And until that happens, none of this is fair and none of this is just. I know that's what you want to see. And then I know you want to see the same thing happen to that creep Brennan. And then the next thing you want to see is Clapper caught wearing a wig at JFK trying to get to the Maldives where there is no extradition treaty. Yes, I know you want to see all of this and I would love to see it too, but it ain't going to happen because none of that that happened was just all of that was manufactured. These guys did not deserve any of that happening to them. And reciprocity, I fear, is not on the table. I think the reason that they are taking their time with this is because what they have undertaken to do is so big and so monumental and is so risky that if they don't get this done all buttoned up, down tight, every dot and every T dotted and crossed, if they don't do that, these guys are dead. Who are they taking on? They are taking on a largely invisible establishment, deep state, what have you. It has never been done before. They see what has happened to Trump with his efforts. These guys are serious. Barr and Durham are trying to dismantle a way of life for people. They are trying to dismantle decades of establishment, consistency, patterns, lifestyles that are set in gold, futures that are guaranteed for themselves and their kids. You can't do that with PR. You can't do it one indictment at a time. If you're going to do this, like they're doing it, when it's time to present it, it better be absolutely indisputable. Because if there is anything in it that's not battened down, if there's anything in it that isn't true, these guys are dead. It's one thing to say we are going to drain the swamp. It's one thing to say we are going to get rid of the deep state. It's one thing to say that we are going to take our country back. It's another thing to actually do it. The people who are the targets of this are not just the Comeys and the McCabes. Those people are the foot soldiers of the movement. They are not the brains. They are not the money. They are not the organizers. They are not the power brokers. They are not the people that assign the jobs in the deep state. These are not the people that determine who gets membership in the deep state and who doesn't. But if you go after those guys, you are going to find their bosses and you're going to have to take them out as well. And this is a deeply serious, big time undertaking that's unprecedented for all of this talk about Trump wanting to be a monarch and a king. This actually is the equivalent of taking down the invisible apparatus that actually has been running this country for take your pick of how many decades, but at least since the post-World War II effort. And it has people in it everywhere. It has people at all of the major universities. It has people internationally entrenched in the European Union, George Soros, all of these Western European diplomats and so forth, the State Department. They're going to be taking on a tremendous number of people here. It's not just Schiff and Nadler and Pelosi trying to impeach Trump and get rid of him. It's people whose names we don't even know. It's people who live in places we don't know. And if you are going to take these people on, 
when it's time to actually make your move, you better have everything you need because these people are going to be launching back at you with efforts to destroy you and everything you're trying to do to them because this is taking on. This is actually attacking and trying to bust up a way of life that has been entrenched. I mean, this is the ruling class. Let's look at it in the terms of Angelo Cadivia. This is the ruling class. And Mr. Cadivia thinks they have already won. That we can never, ever go back to the founding principles of this country as a majority belief by the American people. He believes that common citizenship is no longer possible. That's how deeply they have infected the fabric of our culture. He believes that their objective is to eliminate us. What do you think this all is? Overturning the results of an election. What is that really? It's negating and nullifying us. Yeah, we're deplorables or whatever. But what we are is non-citizens. What we are is non-factors to them. This effort to get rid of Donald Trump is an effort in truth to rid themselves of us as a competing political force. And we have three guys that have decided to take this on. Trump, Bill Barr, and John Durham. And I don't think they want to telegraph how far along they are to these people. I don't think they want to give them any heads up at all of what they have found. And it could well be at the end of all this, we are not going to get anything. I don't have any idea. But I don't think that's true based on Durham's statement yesterday reacting to the IG report. Durham wouldn't have said what he said yesterday if they already didn't have evidence and witnesses to contradict what Horowitz said. So I think it is such a profoundly major thing that is being attempted here. Look at it as trying to defeat the Soviet Union without firing a shot. It's a much bigger undertaking than people think. It's not just draining the swamp. It's not just getting rid of the people you know and having the people you know in this thing be punished. That would be great. And I share the emotion that you express with that. But these are just the foot soldiers. These are just the little order takers. These are just the people appointed to these positions to do the advanced dirty work for the people we don't know, to protect the people we don't know. And I am not even talking about Obama. I am talking about people way above and beyond Obama or any president. End of quotes. Folks, Rush Limbaugh is describing what we call at the Freedom Assembly, the Gravitas Dictators. These people control the entire vast watchdog press, including the Washington Post, the New York Times. They control the entire mainstream media from Good Morning America to Late Night with Jimmy Kimmel, to even somebody like Bob Costas hosting the Olympics, spewing liberalism. These people now will not let any independent voice, an independent voice like what we hear in the alternative media, the vast alternative media, that type of an independent voice is not allowed to get that information out to everybody, half the American electorate that are consuming everything that's being consumed on television sets. That's the kind of iron fist control that is required. Just trick enough of our fellow Americans to vote for Democrats to get the elections to be roughly 50-50 so they can then incorporate vote fraud and get people in office, little powerless puppet people in offices to carry out the dictates of destroying this country. We cannot accept that, folks. If half of those shows weren't deceiving and propagandizing and mind-controlling the consumers of those shows to vote for people they would otherwise not vote for had they not been being deceived, 
there wouldn't be any Democrats left in office because it wouldn't be a 50-50 split. It would be a 70-30 split. And if they gave the truth, if they were doing the honorable job that they're supposed to be doing, according to our founding fathers, and report truth about anybody assaulting any our constitution, our founding ideals, our way of life, it would be 95% of the people in Congress out of the 535 members of Congress would be people that were standing up for the constitution. That's what we have got to correct, folks. It's the gravitas dictators. We must get our news and information from them, not the alternative media. On this clip, just more yucking from Bill and Glenn. Please listen. How many times have we said to the back audience, he doesn't know what he's doing? He just doesn't know. So um, right now at the southern border, five times as many illegal migrants are coming to the United States than happened in the last year of Trump. Yet Biden said, no, we don't have a border problem. No, it's secure. Just joking about how many times a rally has told the Beck audience that Joe Biden doesn't know what he is doing. Beck listeners, do you believe O'Reilly understands that Biden would not be in office if our watchdog press and corporate media weren't treasonously doing everything in their unmatched power to get him installed? And if somehow you are too dense to not know that O'Reilly indeed knows that the watchdog press and corporate media that is supposed to be serving we the people honorably backstab we the people by undermining our democracy by not reporting the truth that he wasn't physically and mentally fit for the job. Not to mention, Bill knows damn well they treasonously colluded together to not report on the Hunter Biden laptop that had proof that Joe Biden sold access to our government leaders, to our adversaries. And if you're still too damn dense to not believe O'Reilly was aware of this, then ask yourself if he knows they spent five years trying to undermine Trump and have him removed from office. It is undeniably clear that our watchdog press and corporate media undermined our democracy and rights to a fair election because our watchdog press did not report fairly regarding Biden and Trump. And after this, O'Reilly jokes around about repeatedly telling the Beck audience that Biden doesn't know what he is doing, as if anyone in Beck's audience doesn't already know with complete certainty what is the value in listening to O'Reilly saying the same thing repeatedly that everyone knows? Then after this, O'Reilly states that five times as many illegal immigrants are coming across the border than came across in the last year of Trump. Yet Biden said our border is secure and we don't have a border problem. Is this being reported by our watchdog press and corporate media? Does O'Reilly know that it's not being reported by our watchdog press and corporate media? He knows they are not, but doesn't state that this is exactly why five times as many illegals are coming into the country. And therefore, O'Reilly is completely useless. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Don't forget, subscribe to the Freedom Assembly podcast and also go to the freedomassembly.com website so that you can see exactly how you can get involved in the Freedom Assembly. It's absolutely free. There's no cost, but you're absolutely needed. We need everybody we can. Remember, this movement is not subsidized by commercial advertisement. The way we can accomplish what we need to accomplish is by reaching out to people and letting them know that there is finally a solution to every one of the problems that they've been wasting time listening to whenever they consume the alternative media products that they consume. Thank you so much.